Welcome to the ATM Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news in the football world. We dive into budgets, transfers, interesting fixtures, while sprinkling in just a little bit of salacious player news too. Episodes are uploaded every Tuesday and Thursday and are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at the ATM Podcast. We are also available on YouTube, where we will be posting episode segments and other bonus content. We hope you guys enjoy our podcast. Drop us a like, even a review. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to another episode of the ATM Podcast, guys. Um, today I'm joined by my co-host, Munashi, and uh, a previous guest that you guys are pre- pretty much getting used to now, um, Lyle. Um, how are you guys doing today? Nah, man, I'm doing all right. Can't complain. There's been some low new no news on transfers with United, and we're still stuck with the Glazers. But I'm still fairly confident that things will go well. And on not not a football related topic, but I saw across the Spider Verse and Transformers: Rise of the Beasts the other day. Those were very good movies, and I recommend you guys go see them. Yeah, I totally agree, totally agree. I saw those movies too, and uh, yeah, very, very, very good movies. Um, How about yourself, Lal? How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I'm all good. Um, I hit gym. That's good. Work out, stay healthy. So yeah, I can't complain. Great, love to hear that. And um, for you viewers also, just as you guys know, uh, the... Footballing season has pretty much basically ended. So to, for today's episode, we are going to do a footballing awards, basically. Um, majority of it is going to be focused prem-wise for, for today's episode. So yeah, um, to start us off, we'll of course go with the big award, who is our player of the season. Um, Manash, would you like to start? Okay, I'll start. The popular opinion would be to go with Haaland, but I'm going to go instead with Jack Grealish. Grealish? Aside from Haaland, he's been one of the... Sorry? Uh, Sorry, sorry to cut you, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Grealish. Wait, wait, what? I just choked on some shit. (laughs) What are you saying? (laughs) Nah, guys. Grealish has been very, very good this season. I mean... You guys saw the performance against, I think it was Liverpool or Arsenal, where he was able to track back and stop a clear goal-scoring opportunity. And okay, the stats don't back it up, but you see it with the performances. So, for me, he's my player of the season. Interesting. And I mean, come on, guys. You started the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't lie. Yeah. Done pretty well. Okay. Uh, player of the season is a stretch, though. I'm not going to lie. It's it's. Yeah, it's a big stretch, my man. It's a big stretch. That's we can. Stretch. It, it, we could. It was a an award for maybe most improved player. I'd put him there. Let's. Yeah, I'd maybe say that maybe most improved player. I'd give it to Grealish, but player of the season. I mean, you know what? If if that's how you feel, bro. Um, okay, but I feel like there were. Far better players than him this season, for sure, in my opinion. Um, Lal, do you have 
What is, what is, who's your nominee or your candidate for player of the season? Definitely not Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to be honest with you, bro, it's it's Haaland, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, he's he's exceeded all expectations I, I personally had on him. He just came and, like, took over, bro. It's To me, it's very one-sided. Like, I personally think Haaland. I, I, I don't know, bro. Maybe maybe you can mention like a bunch of other players, and sure we can like debate about it. But I think like he he just arrived at the prem, bro. You know what I mean? Like he just arrived. He came like this season. It's his first season. So yeah, bro. I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, I just want to say something, Munashe. Um, I don't know about Grealish, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I don't know about Grealish. Um, player of the season is a super stretch. I agree with you. The stats don't match it. The, what he's done output-wise for City, but play of the season, yo. I actually, to be honest with you, I actually had him down as like one of my flops of the season. I'm not gonna lie. Flops? What? <laughs> that's that's insane. Okay, that's that that one's insane. I ain't gonna lie. But um, I will just back you up on the Holland agree. Uh, I also put him as my player of the season. Um. It would have been an Arsenal player for sure. Either my captain, uh, Odegaard or Saka, if we had won the league. But considering the impact that Haaland had on the City side and the fact that he was the missing piece to them winning the treble, you know, finally also competing the that long-awaited Champions League trophy, which has forever eluded them. Um, yeah, no, it has to go to Haaland. Plus, he's broken the Premier League... Um, Goal scoring record for a th- for thirty eight games and the forty two games in one season. His first season. Nah, I'm sorry, bro. Wow. That, that's that's wow. clear cut. Even though sure, um, a lot of his goals weren't like all spectacular and everything. But my goodness, boys, that guy a poacher. Um, now you can't, you can't, you can't. Uh, what is this? Deny what he's done for that team, bro. Um, easily for me standout player of the season so yeah now player of the season is uh, for me Haaland Grealish I'm sorry I don't think Grealish should even made my top 10 for that bro like to be honest but yeah that's why Adam must flop that's why Adam flop <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get to that. that 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 is a bit harsh bro but yeah um it's not harsh bro this man is basically remember when when uh, what's that Pedro remember Pedro from Barca yeah <laughs> Grealish basically had like a Pedro season, bro. No. So like, why didn't we say Pedro was player of the season back then? Because that's what Grealish did. Grealish has five goals in like 28 appearances, bro. Come on. Dude, I would have given, I would agree with your take on him being a flop of the season last season. But this season is far, far, what is this? How can I say? Proved himself as a worthy player, bro. He's starting to actually live, maybe not in terms of goal contribution, uh, or let's say stats-wise in terms of, you know, he's 100 more price tag but performances on the pitch what he does for the team now he's been he's been vital for that team and hence okay. why is that is that what is that, that performance worth 100 more oh easy like sure it's still a bit of english tax involved in there dog we're not gonna lie um the fact that even when... so it's 80 at best yeah, 80 at best, but regardless of the, of the of that fact bro he's been a very good player this season dog to consider him a flop is that's 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 now very harsh. I'm not going to lie to you. I agree with Munash and that's to, to like 
I'm caught in between the both of you. Mush, you low-key overrating him. Loud, you hella underrating him. That's that's one of the things. You see, you two... Um, okay, he's one, I'll admit he's one of those players that, like, yeah, you had to watch a City game to actually notice what he's done. I'll admit that, but... But, I'll, okay, let me put this on audio, right? If Jack Grealish had to go to another team, do you think you could build a team around Jack Grealish and his abilities? Uh, we've already seen it before at Aston Villa, dude. He was the most vital player, dog. And clearly, if they had the funds, they would have built a team around him. Like, this current Aston Villa side with Grealish probably would have thrived a little bit better. Um, but I, I cut you off, Mush. You wanted to add something? Sorry. I was going to say the exact same thing. So Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think Grealish is a very top, top player, bro. Even when he signed for City, we all thought, okay, wow. That type of player, knowing what he did at Aston Villa under a pip, brilliant. Um, sure, it didn't work out first season. You have to adjust. You know, you got to give those a lot of new signings that first season, you know, just to get used to the system and everything. But he got used to it and he showed us his quality this season, what he does on and off the ball, you know. So, yeah, um, we'll give Grealish his flowers in that regard, though. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll get to the to the flop of the season now. Now, uh, yeah, sunflowers. We we'll give him sunflowers, not roses. Sunflowers. You ain't gonna doubt me, level. Alright. Um, moving on to the next award, um, young player of the season. Uh, I'll start off with this one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and no biasness aside, but it's it's gotta be Starboy Saka for me, man. Uh. Again, finally, you know, shown off the, the quality player he is. Um, building off the past couple of seasons, getting even better and better, being a very vital player for Arsenal as well. Um, yeah, no, I think he he's easily for me my, my favorite or, or my standout candidate. Of course, you know, Haaland is also considered a young player too. But um, I think for... for yeah, it's 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 looking a tricky one now that I think of it, because Holland is young, ne? But yeah, now in terms of impact and who who the team needed more, I'd have to go Saka. That may be a better biasness being contributed there. I'm not going to lie, but yeah, nah, I, I'm gonna have to go with Saka for me personally. I don't think it's fair for Holland two and two. I don't know why, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, like. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that, but I'm not in a cap. It doesn't make sense. Because Haaland can win majority of the topics, bro. So I think we need to like spice it up. Because, yo, Haaland is younger, so that's a problem. It's not like he's 30 years old. So I agree with you, bro. Yo, I'll take Saka. Like, he was a very noticeable player this season. Plus, he's young. And also, like, from... I remember England... How he improved, like when he missed the final, all those things, you know, the Mr. Penalty in the final. My way. So, like, since from that to where he is now, you can see the growth and progress. So, yeah, you have to give him a shout out. He had a, a massive season for Arsenal. So, I, I can agree with you on that. Okay. Watch me get roasted again, guys. For my young player of the season, it won't be a clean sweep. I am going to go with, and hopefully our Bakwe is happy because it's one of his boys. I'm going to go for Julian Alvarez. 
I think in the minutes that we've seen him for City, if Haaland wasn't Manchester City striker, I feel if Julian Alvarez was the main man, City would still win the league. Anytime he's played for City, he doesn't look out of place. He's scored some very good goals. And yeah, man, I think that maybe there's a scenario where down the line he's like, hey, I want to be the main man. Let me leave this club because Haaland is also young. Unless Pep plays a two-man formation, let me vie. Maybe to an Arsenal, you never know. Score 30 to 50 goals because Jesus is not scoring 20. And then, yeah. Uh, very good player you mentioned there, boy. But I can't give him that award. Main reason because he hasn't played enough games this season. And that's pretty much it. That's literally a very quality player. He's shown us his ability um, for Argentina. We've seen it. We've seen it also for his stints. Uh, as very few as they've been there at City. That he is also a very quality striker and a quality forward per se. But I can't give him that award. And I can't think he can be... I don't think he should be considered due to the fact that he hasn't had as big of an impact as you know the likes of your Haaland, your... Um, Saka's, your Martinelli's, your Odegaard's, um, your, your, there's actually a lot of young players, but yeah, I don't think he's had bigger impacts than any of those players this season, personally. I do agree with your take that if he did play more, um, potentially that City would have potentially still went on to have achieved the things they achieved this season. Yes, he's that good, but he did not play a significant role, which is the main reason why we, I don't think he should be considered for this award, personally. Eh, that's fair. Yeah, it's difficult to be the second fiddle, bro. Not gonna yeah. lie. It's one of those. Yeah, he hasn't had the amount of games or anything, so I can I can agree where Bakis is coming from. I'm not gonna cap Mush. Mush Honestly, bro, like controversial, eh? hot as takes, bro. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Damn, but alright. Um, I guess with that being said, we can move on to the next award, which is the manager of the season. There are a lot of contenders for this one, and I'm not sure if each of us are all gonna agree on the same one. But um, I think Mush can start. On, no, Lau can start on this one. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's 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 Pep Guardiola, dog. It is what it is. Okay, uh, Mush. Okay, guys, you know who I'm gonna pick. <laughs> it's Gary O'Neill. What? <laughs> Actually, it's a shout. It's a shout. Yeah, he was. He was also on the on my on my nominees list. Yeah, I can agree. But wow, <laughs> I feel like didn't didn't I like didn't I dissect why he wasn't a good choice the last podcast? Like you gave your reasons no. or your opinions. Yes, you did on the last episode. Yeah. Um, but we are much justified. Oh no, to say Lyle, like you're right, sacking him in the end. If Andoni Iraola works out, then it's a masterstroke. Like we said on the previous podcast, we've seen other Premier League clubs sack a coach that's kept them up and done well for them, and then get a better coach. And I mean, an example we didn't mention. I mean. Look at Leicester when they sacked Nigel Pearson. 
Who did they sack him for? Claudio Ranieri. What did True. they do the next season? They won the league. So, I Gary O'Neill. Okay. I, I was just going to say, like, um, slowly, like, let's be honest, none of us went into that season being like, okay, yeah, let's put the money on Leicester, bro. Let's, so don't make it sound like them winning a Prem thing was like something we all could have just expected. Yeah, one th- of, I one think they were, they were least favorite that season too when it's oh, yeah. the odds. <laughs> but yeah, um, carry on, Wish. Oh, yeah. That's fair, but the stars did align. But to get back to O'Neill, like nobody ever thought Bournemouth was staying up with that squad. Like honestly. Like they were after Parker left, the mood was down. O'Neill, the results picked up. Then they lowered. There were some bad defeats in between. Then things really picked up again. And I mean, they stayed up comfortably. Now they're bringing in a coach that, to their belief, is an upgrade on O'Neill. And look, O'Neill deserves his flowers. Nobody believed Bournemouth would stay up. I mean, Leicester have gone down and they have a better squad, even though there are circumstances to their relegation. But that's a different topic for another day. So yeah, Gary O'Neill, you were sacked. You will be remembered fondly at Bournemouth because now when next season comes and you inevitably lose a lot of games, you don't get sacked. And sour your legacy. Okay. Um, is, is that your is choice? That your choice? Is that like well, it's, it's his choice. It's his choice. No, legit. He's my choice. Oh, okay. Um, fair points. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm kind of caught between, I'd say, five managers this season. Uh, Pep, of course. Arteta. Yeah. De Zerbi. Eddie Howe. And Unai Emery. For me, those those are my my nominees for manager this season, and I'm finding it a bit difficult to select which one because, okay, if I dissect each manager, Unai Emery, taking Villa from you know where they were also, considering Villa do actually have a decent squad, but where they were under Gerard were you know a complete mess and. Um, yeah, no, we got to give him credit for, for getting that team to, you know, rile up together, play a couple of, you know, good performances now and then also and get to where they are. Um, Eddie Howe, come on. Sure, we all know about Newcastle's big takeover, but let's be honest, none of us expected Newcastle to be in Champions League, you know, this season already, you know, without necessarily even spending the big bucks. We all, I'm sure if you guys heard already today that they uh, have an agreement for Tonali, which would, is a big, big addition for them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, your, the takeover, that takeover money is starting to, to come into effect. But yeah, um, he did it last season. Basically, without it, I think the only major signing he made was uh, Isak, um and if you're an account Gordon too, but Gordon, uh, I don't know, I don't consider him as a good signing this season for me personally. Might be a contender for flop of the season too. Um, but in any case, getting back to the manager thing, Eddie Howe, getting Newcastle to perform the way they did this season, 
Um, I have to give him his flowers, to be honest. I did not expect Newcastle to be anywhere near the Champions League spots, you know, and he's kind of been in that Euro- in contention for Europe for a majority of the season. Um, so, yeah, he's he's definitely a shout. The Zerbi, you know, taking over from a successful manager at Brighton uh, in Graham Potter, getting them to play the football that they've been playing, you know, giving them also a Europa League qualification spot. Oh, yeah, no, it's 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 tricky. It's tricky. Um, you've all, I'm sure you've all heard Pep's praises for him. Uh, how much he rates De Zerbi, and I I rate him too. Honestly, um, he's he's a quality quality manager, to be honest, and he's proved it this season. And then of course we know of Arteta, basically taking Arsenal, who weren't even in contention to you know compete for the for the league at all. For for some people, not even in contention to compete for Champions League, but um, lo and behold, they are in the Champions League and they contended for the you know, title till at least the very last month, even though they, they did, you know, fumble it in the end. But hey, uh, with the young squad that he built and all he's achieved this season, um, yeah, got to give him his flowers there too. And Pep, of course, yeah, it's Pep. He always does what he does. Uh, but not like this season. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, this season, this season, I, that's why I want to I, I dissect it because this season... He had to adjust to the fact that he had a player like Holland in the team. And you could see also in the beginning where a lot of players were in and out of the squad. Your likes of your Fodens, your Marises, uh, and so forth. Your Walkers, Cancelos. Um, yeah, he had to basically chop and change uh, a couple players, a couple formations, try out new things. And while he was still doing that, City was still up there competing, you know, the whole time. Uh, once he figured out the system, boom. There you go. He went. He went on and go to win a treble. You know. So yeah. Um, damn. Mentioning all of those those players, guys. Uh, those coaches. I'm slowly leaning towards Pep. <laughs> but um, yeah. Slowly leaning towards Pep. Yeah. Slowly leaning towards Pep. But at the same time, Eddie Howe is is is. Big shot, cause I'm not going to lie. I don't. I did not rate Eddie Howe to be that good of a manager, though. But to for what he did with this Newcastle side, oh, I can't. I can't yeah, take that away from it. It really is. It really is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think I might have to give it to Eddie Howe personally. Oh wait, like on a personal, like on a personal bias, you'll take Eddie right? No, more, more, more based on like. Pep, it's kind of expected of him, you know. That's one of the things. Oh, okay. Okay. It's more like, um, in terms of the shock factor, that's the only thing that Eddie Howe is edging, edging this on for me because I did not expect it from oh, him okay. or for Newcastle to be in to be in the position they were. I think last season they finished away in the bottom half of the, of the table and now they're oh, in okay. a Champions League spot. So, yeah, no. For me, I think I'd have to give it to Eddie Howe. Yeah, nah. Eddie Howe edges it for me, personally. Yeah. I I can see why I actually had like um Newcastle as my team. I don't know if you're gonna get into this, but my team of the season was Newcastle actually. So I understand why you can take Eddie Howe. Yeah. Okay. Um. Right. I guess you guys had those 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 are the the managers or our 
our our nominees basically um you guys will yo wait um i see we're just mentioning prem can i i just want to give a shout out to um josie Mourinho, bro nah dude like he has to deal with a lot of political drama with the referee association i mean it's one final bro come on (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) it's a string it's a string of of referee blunders that's true but but that's that's kind of due to his his relationship with referees bro that's kind of why they they i will agree with you he's kind of targeted in a, in a, in a sense but um yeah no i i can't i can't want to consider Mourinho there where did roma finish the season mush they finished sixth in the europa league places mm yeah no i i don't think i don't think Mourinho can get it for me in that case sure i did lose Tammy uh, early on in the season too which is a big loss for them uh just to cut you there yeah uh, he lost Tammy in I think the second to last game. Oh, of was it the recent? season actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. recent. Damn! Then did, did so t- now they'll have to find a replacement. Right. That means Tammy was wasn't talked about a lot though. Did he have a good season this season? I, I, I can't remember his numbers. It was a mixed bag. Some good moments and some not so great ones. Overall, Roma's season was very mixed. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that he did get into a final, I guess, is is worth giving his flowers for. But I don't, I don't know if we can consider him to be a manager of the season, even across Europe, because across Europe, then there's far more contenders for me in that case. I would have put Nagelsmann there before he got sacked, you know. Um, really? I really would have, dog. Um no, wait, no, 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 no. Bayern have actually been bad in the league. Or pretty average in the league, actually. No, actually, never mind. Xavi, I'd put Xavi, yes. Xavi I'd put up there. Uh, dealing with all the crises that Barca do have. And, you know, managing to win the league with them too. Spalletti is also one. Achieving all he achieved with, Rome, with, with Napoli, 100%. Yeah, but Mourinho? Nah, man. Mourinho's a stretch. Do, do, do you agree with that take of his mush? Nah, I don't, man. Like like I've always told Lyle in our personal life, he likes to be controversial. Yeah, 100%. So, I... it's one of those. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it seems like we lost Lyle now. I don't know where... Or what happened to him uh, on his end, but it seems like a, a, a potential connection issue. Um, but yeah, I guess in the meantime, do you would you like to maybe do you wanna move forward or do you wanna like maybe take our previous awards for 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 Europe cases in terms of Europe or worldwide? Nah, let's move forward. Must you move forward? Alright, okay. If we have any shout out, we'll shout out. Alright, no problem. Uh, then next word. Alright, okay, he's back. Yo. Alright, okay, it's fine. We'll get to him now. Um, so now we're gonna move on to the next award, which is the signing of the season. A lot of nominees for this one, I'm sure. Uh, couple United players in consideration for that. 
ain't gonna lie, away, you back, cool. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but right now we're moving on to the the signing of the season. Oh, he knocked off again. Um, but yeah, uh, so signing of the season for Mush. Yeah, actually, you start this off. Start this off, basically. You know, Lau was very right when he said Haaland could take everything, man. Yeah. Because he's just been that good. Yeah. So, so. I don't think this will be controversial. And biases aside, I'm going <laughs> to go with signing of the season being Lissandro the Butcher Martinez. Because, come on, guys. Yes, he had a slow start. And he also had to deal with a lot of criticism. People saying, oh no, Martinez is too short for the Premier League. He won't, he won't make it. He's too small. He's not physical. And what did he do? He proved people wrong. He had some good performances. Some good performances in big games. United have also struggled without him as well. So he goes down as my signing of the season. All right, um, Lyle, um, who's your signing of the season? Who's, who's your, your signing, signing of the season? Pass? I haven't said yet. Uh, I'm giving you. Haven't you said? Sure. This 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 dude is redundant, but I dog. It's Halan, bro. I'm sorry, bro. The fact <laughs> that he just signed <laughs> for the league is so dog. He's just ticking too many boxes, bro. Like he just signed for the league, so that's the other thing. He came yesterday. And um, he had a season. 100%. winning season. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just, know. it's a bit awkward, bro, like to mention anyone else but him because, like, noticeably, he was the standout. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm split between both of your guys' mentions for this one. Uh, surprisingly, to be honest. So yeah, for me, I'm gonna have to give it to. Oh, I'm. I hate to say, it, but I have to give it to 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 Martinez, man. Yeah, Lissandro. He he actually wasn't a player that I expected much from this season. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I. I this is actually okay. a surprise. Albaq yeah, were agreeing with me. Yeah, nah. It's, it's it's literally one of those. It's like, like like I said, that's one of my main things. Expectations, Holland kind of, you know, let me not, not let me not say exceeded. Okay, he did he did exceed, bro? Come yeah, I expected on. I expected at least thirty goals from him. He scored 40, 40 plus, you know. So yeah, um, credit no thirty five, thirty six. Yeah, but anyway, credit where credit's due for Holland. But uh, yeah, no, um. Without Martinez, bro, there's there's no Champions League spot for for United. Well, United probably without Martinez, the hair doesn't win a Golden Glove, my boy. That's that's also one thing. I don't know how David De Gea won the Golden Glove, but main reason for that is because he had a very solid backline in front of him, you know. Um, and a key a key part of that backline was Lissandro Martinez, very short player competing with some of the tallest players in world football. Winning headers, his his aggressiveness on the, uh, for the balls and tackles. Oh man, listen as a United, I I as an Argentina fan, I love him for it. But the fact that he's playing for for United, it's it it hurts me, you know. But uh, yeah, no credit to to him, bro. Literally, um, 
proved a lot of the doubters wrong. You could see also when he got injured how United season almost started to fall apart or it did fall apart a little bit, but they did manage to salvage it. Um, yeah, very, very, very big player for, for them. And uh, yeah, for me, considering the 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 doubt that he had on him, the, that big cloud over him, yeah, nah, I have to give it to him, bro. Honestly, I, I can't, I can't look at him. Fair enough, enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, one last point though sorry to cut you there man one last point guys this is really shocking for me I need to we need to bookmark this our Bakwe is agreeing with me but the main point I wanted to make is that guys Lionel Scaloni if you are listening to this Lissandro Martinez is better than Christian Romero I can agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that for sure. Um, I, don't, I don't think a, a World Cup winning manager needs to take opinion from us, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Fair. Like, what what works, works. You know what I'm saying. What, whatever works for him, works for him, bro. Like, you wanted to throw Mero in that lineup. Cool. Whatever. Uh, but we've seen Kelly from club, club form. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, now nah, there's a big difference there too. So, yeah. That's one thing. Um, but yeah, um, with that, moving on. Before we even get to the flop, uh, let's go to our overachiever of the season. So that could be your your, your guys's, you know, yeah, basically your, the, the, the best team that you didn't expect anything from or the best player that you didn't expect anything from. So yeah, um, my biggest overachiever, I'm caught between... Brighton and Newcastle. Yeah, between the, one of the mm. two teams. Yeah, I'm I'm caught between the two of them. Brighton, we all know we had, they had a, a very good squad, a, a very decent squad. Let me say that. Um, but when they did lose, Potter, I didn't expect much. I expect them to at least you know be competing mid table wise. But my goodness, bro, some of the football I've seen from them this season has been brilliant, and I. Considering, okay, sure, there were some major factors in terms of some teams not performing the to the levels we expected of them. But credit to Brighton, they took it advantage of that opportunity to get to a higher spot in the Premier League. So for me, I, I'd probably have to give it to Brighton. I mean, Newcastle is a shout too, but I think I think Brighton ages it for me as my overachiever for the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Newcastle. I was look like with the whole Saudi takeover and everything. Um, we could have gone one or two ways, but the fact that it's going this direction with Newcastle shows that there's actually good, you know, um, owners behind Newcastle. So, whether Newcastle finishes like as good as they did this season, next season is a question mark. But one thing I can say and admit of this season, they actually looked like a top quality team that actually looked like they knew what they were doing overall. Um, they had an impressive striker so that, were, that was banging goals. I forget his name, but away. Um, overall, Newcastle was playing really consistent football. They they looked like a, a top tier team, weirdly enough. They looked like they were in control. They knew what they were doing. 
And for a team that like just got taken over, I mean like I'm sitting here hoping my team gets taken over too eventually by a Saudi that's maybe a billionaire, you know. I'm just hoping. But um to see that happen it, it shows that like yeah, you know, it's it's really dope to see, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Especially a team like Newcastle. It's so random. It's so random. It could have been any of our teams, bro. It could have been Liverpool, but it wasn't Liverpool. But yeah, um, here we are. But shout out to Newcastle. They had an amazing season. Very, very, very memorable season. So yeah, I'm going to stick with Newcastle for sure. Okay. I feel like for this episode, I've replaced Lila, the controversial one. But I'll get to that now. Okay, guys. My, it can be a team or a player, right? As overachiever, eh? Yeah. Okay, with this, then I'm going to go for a team. My overachievers are going to be Fulham FC. So, the reason I picked them was because we know that Fulham is a yo-yo club. They get promoted, they get relegated, they get promoted again, then they get relegated. I think I speak for everyone here when I said that we all thought they were going to get relegated. And they comfortably stayed up. And I also see them as overachievers because you have people there who had stock that was really down. You had a coach in Marco Silva who... After his stints at Everton and Watford, his stock was very low because of how it ended. You have Andreas Pereira, former United player, who some people even thought wasn't even good enough for the cha- for the Premier League. Some said he was a championship-level footballer at best. You also have Alexander Mitrovic, who people always said that at the championship, he's great. But Premier League, eh, not so much. But he also scored lots of goals this season to keep them up, even though he stupidly got himself banned. And I mean, even someone like Tim Ream, who was seen as a joke for a while, because when I think it was the first season they were back up, He was playing, and he wasn't good as well, but some of those Fulham centre-backs were garbage, especially Maxime Lemarchand. And then you even have Bernd Leno, who had a point to prove, got kicked out at Arsenal like the dirt, and is now the Fulham number one, playing very well, and has found himself a new home to settle in. And look, the thing about it is Newcastle, not not Newcastle, sorry. Fulham are in the top 10. So I think it was a really good season for them. The, the stock of Marco Silva is probably going to be risen again. Although my only concern for them is what would happen if Jao Pelinha is to get sold? Will they replace him adequately? Or will they actually find a backup for him? in case he gets injured. And just to come on to Brighton, I don't see them as overachievers because, look, it was a very good squad that was there. Brighton, we all know they have a good structure. 
and the stuff and the tools were there for Deserbi to succeed. And it's an environment with less pressure. So that team was not going to get relegated because if they finished like 10th or 13th or 14th, the Zerbi wasn't going to be sacked. And then with Newcastle, okay, I can give it to Newcastle because some of the players that are playing well are players with stocks that are dropped like Joel Linton and Mikel Almiron. So that's pretty much it. But they did also spend a lot of money. I mean, $70 million for Isak. And I know Obakwe, you don't rate him, but Gordon also cost a lot of money. I mean, $40 million, that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I rate Isak, but I don't rate Gordon yet, if that's what you mean. Um, but yeah, uh, I can agree with your take on Fulham, to be fair. Uh, even even Lau's take on Newcastle. So I think based on the fact that we can, both of us, it seems like Newcastle might be the one to edge it out uh, overall. But uh, yeah, our, our nominees are also just out there. You'll just let us know what you guys think uh, in the comments, um, viewers and listeners. And uh, yeah, moving on to the next thing. Uh, we have our biggest underachievers this season. Um, there's, there's a clear standout for a lot of us. Um, but yeah, d- just for interest sake, let's go see. on a rant, Bakis. Oh, mother, go on a rant. <laughs> I could go on we a rant. know who it is. <laughs> no, 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 Ooh, no, no. no. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. I mean, Chelsea is a, is a nominee, bro, but for me, it's Leicester, boy. Leicester. Oh, <laughs> day it's Leicester. Um, I mean, let's be honest. None of us expected Leicester to be anywhere near, probably even the bottom half of the of the table this season. Um, decisions that they've made again, beginning of the season, selling your keeper, sacking Rogers. I think Rogers was sacked sometime during the season. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Sacking him too. Sure, there was a little bit of, you know. Not a very decent run of results and everything contributing to that. But yeah, um, earlier on in the season, Leicester sold a lot of the key players, your Fofanas, your Schmeichels, and so forth. Um, and not really, really replacing them, you know. Uh, so yeah, for me, did not expect them to, to even drop to a point where they'd be so bad, where they'd be competing for relegation. No, no, not at all. I still believe that Leicester had enough quality players in your Harvey Barnes, your Madisons, your Telemans, your Ndidi, who has also been terrible this season. He, he has had a very, very bad season, and it's been very under the radar. I don't think a lot of people are mentioning that. Um, yeah, he's had a very poor season. Um, body in and out with injury. Okay, can't really force him for that, truly. Um, but yeah, Ward, terrible goalkeeper. My goodness. Um, no disrespect to him, but yeah, disrespect intended to. But yeah, terrible goalkeeper. Um, yeah, no, honestly, I don't think Leicester, Leicester made any of the right decisions at all this season. It just seemed left um, since the beginning, to be honest. So yeah, for me... They're my biggest underachievers because I did not expect them to be there. Like, I expect them to at least be at least mid-table, at least, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, for them to get completely relegated 
Um, but yeah, now that just shows how badly they've underperformed this season with the crop of players that they do have, Premier League proven players too, uh, to 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 mention that. So yeah, um, there are other nominees, um, but I'm sure some of you guys will mention them. So yeah, um, what's your opinions and who's your underachievers now? Uh, to be honest with you, like I think just because Leicester got relegated. I can I can agree with you, but for me, a side note would definitely be Chelsea, bro. Chelsea had a horrible season, bro. Facts. For like the quality of players they have as a team, you know what I mean? They just had a very, very bad season overall. Like I think um, Kai, Kai Havertz is actually like my top three flop of the season or top two flop of the season for sure. Like hands down, bro. That's not what you what you expect from quality. And it just shows you... I don't know if it has to do with the, the change or transition of ownership. Because we know, like, Chelsea's original ownership, um, the Russian oligarch, you know? I don't know if, I can, if we can say his name without... You know what I mean? But, like, that guy. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, when he was there, Chelsea... Chelsea knew what they were doing. They were a team that, especially for English side, they were very consistent with winning trophies for a while, bro. Even just appearing in, in finals and things, they were always there competing. If you look at throughout the years, even since freaking uh, Drogba was there, bro, you know, they were contesting, bro. They were playing against Barca in, in UCL semifinals. They knocked out Barca of a UCL semi-final to go on and then win the final. So there were always a team with like that could win a trophy, especially the Champions League, you know. So for to see them finish where they finished this season, I think it's very bad, bro. And I, honestly, I feel like that's a flop for me of the season. It's like, wow, that's like a shock factor because they were always a top four, top five team. They are English royalty, to be honest with you. Um they are, in terms of, I think, trophies, they are the team in North London with more trophies. So, yeah, it was a big shock for me to see them end up where they ended up, not going to cap with you, whether it's the American ownership. You know which, what was cringe, bro? Um, the cringest moment was when that American owner went to the Chelsea locker room to talk to the players. I don't know. It just felt very cringe, bro. Bruh. That's when I knew, like, I, this whole thing is going to collapse, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, I would definitely say Chelsea. I can agree with Leicester because they got relegated. If they didn't get relegated, then I would have been like, nah, Chelsea's my number one. Yes. But I agree with Leicester. And then my side note would definitely be Chelsea. Chelsea fans, you should be embarrassed. Okay, we are actually going to have a clean sweep because I'm also going to go with Leicester. Right, so thank you. Thank you. Like I know. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and you doubted this, Mush. That's that's one of the things, you know. But yeah, you thought I was being harsh on this team earlier on in one of our previous podcasts. But yeah. Um, okay, there you have it, folks. Leicester. Chelsea's a very good shot too, to be honest. Uh, agreeing with all the points that Lau said. Um, very very strong crop of players a lot of Premier League winners in there I do disagree with your take on habits to be honest uh, considering one of the top 3 flops I can mention 9 players who have been far worse than him this season 
easily maybe even now nah, for for me it's based on the fact that he's such a big name player with the big price tag and he goes on and then he has an amazing fuck um, okay let me not swear a very bad season <laughs> very very bad season so he's definitely there bro because uh he had 35 appearances and seven goals bro come on bro i get you there but he's been part of chelsea's system um for quite a while and that's just to say he's had a bad Chelsea stint, to be honest. But I don't think it all comes down to him, like, per se. Um, but in terms of, yeah, players, individual players, I'll, I'll, we'll get to it now in the next, moving forward to the to the flop of the season now, which you're going to do. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Chelsea, is, Chelsea is still a big shout. Chelsea is definitely a big shout, but yeah... Um, since you mentioned Havertz, also that actually is a good segue. Um, moving on to our flop of the season. Um, yeah, like Lal mentioned, he considers Havertz to be one of the top three. For me, I'm going to give you guys nine players who I think are a flop of the season. And then you'll just let me know if you agree or not. Um, I have Coutinho there, you know, considering that he had a very good season, a very decent season last loan spell last season and you know it seemed like a very much a very good deal for Aston Villa to sign him on a permanent you know but yeah no he's been nowhere near the player we know him to be he's been a, on a massive fall off but then he kind of did pick up a bit last season like we said on that loan spell but this season he showed us nowhere near the levels we know him to be um yeah continues one we all know about um the young boy there at Spurs, the Brazilian Richarlison, atrocious. I think it's only one goal this entire season in the Prem. And yeah, um, I think he scored maybe four goals prior to that, but all of them were ruled off offside. Yeah, no, Richarlison is also a very, very big shout for me. Um, I do also have um, Gordon in that list too. Uh, I don't think Gordon had a very good season for the price tag he he was accumulated for, to be honest. Um, next up, I'd have Mudrik. Yeah, Mudrik. Mudrik seemed to have finessed Chelsea. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He's, there's, there's a far more players that completed more dribbles. Uh, he's missed a lot of big chances this season. Sure, he hasn't played a lot of minutes, but uh, I don't think he's been deserving of those minutes, to be honest, because when he's been given game time, he hasn't shown us anything. Besides those first 10 minutes in his debut against Liverpool, where we thought, okay, you know what? Decent player that they have here. But since then, been downhill. He is even, what, did he Did he also achieve Sancho's 007 title? Yeah, last time I remember. So... Yeah, he's his one. Um, another Chelsea player I'd put up there is Koulibaly. Ooh, very bad season Yo. to be honest. Oh my Yo. goodness, was rated Yo. as one of the one of the best centre backs in world football. Comes oh, to, to Chelsea to play next to with the likes of your Thiago Silva and look the way he did. Oh my goodness, he's been bad. He's been ah, uh, like last says, I don't want to swear, but he's been he's been doo doo. Yeah. He's been doo-doo, for sure, 100%. Um, another Chelsea player. Your Chelsea are going to have a lot of players for me here. Um, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> great, great player last season, guys. Let's be honest. For, for City, 
very very putting up very decent numbers you know assist and goal wise um considering his age fact he's not like he's in his 30s or anything he's only 27 he's still like in his prime years and he's had a very 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 bad season this this year um sure okay it's a new system at Chelsea and everything but considering the level of player he is a Premier League proven player and who's overall we would maybe want to say he's been underrated overall in his Premier League career but this season he's he's definitely shown us that he's his levels levels below what we expect him to be um how many players is that i haven't been keeping count uh i think maybe that's six seven how many players did i mention guys i mentioned gordon richardson coutinho kulibali sterling is that five did i mention anyone else that's pretty yeah. much it, bro. Oh, that's yeah. it. Okay. Um. Right. My my other my other players or con- contestants for this award also would be another Chelsea player in Cucurella. My goodness, guys, Cucurella's been bad. Let's be honest, Cucurella has been bad this season. He is considering that he's not even like one of the top three left backs at. At Brighton at the time, and the fact that he came to Chelsea to play with a manager who, you know, understood the type of player he was for the price tag he came for a sixty mil, I think. Um, yeah, no, Cucurella has been absolutely atrocious. He's not even the third choice left back in the Chelsea team currently, bro. So yeah, now nah, he's definitely, definitely not. Definitely not that guy. There are other players right now. Um, take this out quickly. Um, but yeah, you maybe you guys will add on to those lists. But um, yeah, those are my clear standouts for, for flop of the season. Clear, clear standouts. Um, yeah. Do, do you guys have any other players you would like to add to that? And then maybe we'll do just debate. I will, those. I will say the only player you missed there, I will agree with Richarlison. He had a hilarious, hilarious season. You know which was hilarious? Isn't the one goal he scored all season the goal against Liverpool in the 90th minute or something? The winner. Yeah, the equalizer. Or the equalizer, the quote-unquote. <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes it more hilarious for me. And then I'm, I'm a stand with Kai Havertz for sure. I think he had an awful season. But for me, and I'm happy this player had a bad season. I'm so happy. It was United just made me not like this player. Um, Anthony. Horrible yeah, season. Anthony. Oh, my that goodness. How did I forget horrible about him? Oh, my days. <laughs> I forgot about 25 appearances, 4 goals. Come on, bro. How much did you pay for him? Oh, 90 plus more, bro. Oh, my days. Oh, dude. Oh, my days. Not- 90 plus mil for that. Come on, dog. Oh, I forgot about Anthony. <laughs> you know what, what kills me, right? How much hype United fans were bringing on this man's name, bro. Ooh, yo, bro. They were speaking about him being the next Ronaldo in the league or something, bro. He's top. Hey, he's top, net. United fans, he's top, net. Come on, bro. Come on. Oh, Come on, my What's that twirly does? What's that ballerina twirly does with the ball? You hey. know? Like a spinning top. I just I just know him as the spinning top, bro. That's it. <laughs>
Your dogs. If you think he had a good season, Monashi, come on, bro. Nah, dude. Then you're not serious, bro. He, he didn't a have a good season, but I don't think he should go down as one of the flops. Yeah, he was average. 90 plus move. He is a flop. I'm sorry. If Grealish Gre- was considered a flop last season, sorry to cut you off. If Grealish was considered a, a, a flop last season for run about the same price tag and also the same amount of contributions, no, bro. Anthony's considered a flop this season too. Personally. Four goals, 25 appearances. I'm sorry, bro. 90 million. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. You know how many hungry kids in Africa you could have fed with that 90 million? <laughs> Facts. A lot. A lot. Facts. A lot. You could have bought governments, bro. I think another player I just wanted to add on to that list is Basuma. Yeah, no. Basuma, highly rated, coming from Brighton, Um, you know, going to Tottenham. Nowhere near the levels of player we, we expected him to be also. So, yeah, nah, he's also uh, a shout-out for me. See, I can take, I can take off Jack Grealish, right? Because, as you guys said, uh, based on what you saw when he played, he was doing bits for City. I'm not going to lie. Taking the ball forward and all those things. He did the bits, right? But the reason why I have Anthony on this list is because I cannot say the same for Anthony. Facts. I don't remember what he did all season, bro. Facts. 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 For 90 million. Imagine 90 million, bro. You bought the most useless 90 million thing ever, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be that harsh because I think he still has a lot of the qualities that a winger has. I won't lie, he has it in him. But this season, he's just been very, very bad. He's like a one-trick pony, bro. He's scared to use his right foot. He's a one-trick pony. Yeah, he, he's always, you always know it's going to be a cut-in on the left and he's nowhere near as good as the likes of your, your Robins who used to be a master at that, you know. You know he's going to cut in on the left and he's going to bang in a, a young curler. Anthony's nowhere near as good. Maybe now and then, maybe once out of ten times, he'd probably do it, you know. That's that's the type of player he is. And why I also want to consider him a flop this season is the fact that he played under a manager who he played with before. Literally. In Ten Hag, literally brought him with him from Ajax, dude. That's literally was like, come with me, let's go. Let's go do the business at United. What did he Ten Hag brought ninety million baggage with. That's what he did. Sure, I think I think the price tag is also one of the main reasons why we consider him also a flop. But it's not his fault. But at the same time, hey, if you are pretty much placed and you you rated at that at at, at that amount, you gotta have to you know live up to those performances. I'm sorry, it's part of the game, and uh, due to that, nah, he has to be considered. One of the flops too, for sure. But Mush, uh, who are your nominees? Okay, my nominees are Vout, Vout, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, so Vout Feiss from Leicester. He was supposed to be Wesley Fofana's replacement, but (laughs) clearly it didn't work out because Leicester relegated. And when I saw him play, he looked like an absolute liability. My other flop of the season you actually took, I was also going to say Basuma. There was one more player that I wanted to say, actually. I'm surprised um, it's not Anthony. 
Nah, he was average at best, but he does need to improve what? next season. Average at best. I didn't say he was good. I said average at best. So, Vod Feist, who else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. We've said everybody else. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, uh, I would like to... Uh... Uh, I would say one of my personal flops of the season is someone that Jurgen Klopp highly rates, which is Darwin Nunes. I'd have to disagree with you. I have to be honest. Klopp calls, Klopp says he's like Haaland in training. Imagine someone says you're like Haaland in training, but (laughs) on the pitch you can't get it together. Okay. So I doubt I would say, he's not, I'm not saying a big flop. I'm just saying like, yeah, uh, a, a player that came in with a hefty price tag that under really under-delivered for me that I would say is, I'll put him in the flop bracket. He's not like, he's not like, like um, Anthony flop. I'm not going to, no, he's not like Anthony flop. For sure not Anthony flop. But I would say definitely for me, he's a, he did flop this season. He let me down this season. So yeah, that's just a personal side note. Um, okay, to add to that, I'd have to pretty much disagree because I don't think Darwin is, is a flop. But the only thing I agree with you is maybe the comparison was Holland were a bit far-fetched. I'm not going to lie. That that debate wow. ended very quickly, you know, ended very quickly. But um, I and think Nunes, Nunes has all, literally all the capabilities to be an excellent striker. The movement that boy has... The position he gets to, yeah, sure, he just needs to work on his finishing and everything. But my goodness, that guy is chaos for defenders too. Like, as a defender to Mark Nunes, I think it would be just an atrocious, a nightmare, a nightmare. He he does so many random things, bro. But his movement and to get into the right positions is actually excellent. Honestly, um, he has this trend that I've seen also with these past clubs that with the first season he'd be you know pretty bang average, you know. But then the next season, you'll be, you know, banging goals, you know, getting your 15-plus goals, 20-plus goals. So, yeah, maybe next is, season it keeps on for him. But, that yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's good, season, yeah. This category is called flop of the season. And for this category, flop of this season, I would have to put him there. Yeah, I, I, I'd have to disagree. I probably view... The way the way Munashi views Anthony is how I view uh, Nunes personally. I don't think he's he should be there. He's been average, yes, but he's I think he's been fairly decent, you know, and he's shown us what he can do compared to the likes of your your Anthony's because Nunes has been in positions just his finishing has been has, has let him down this season. That's pretty much it. He's finishing yeah. Finishing yeah. But yeah, I'll st- I'm I'm still I'm still gonna I'm still gonna put him there just because of the price tag he came with, the hype, the comparison that Jurgen Klopp made. My manager made that. So when my manager makes that, like you have to go with it. You know what I mean? It's not a personal thing. Yeah, you have to go with it. So like the fact that my manager stood in front of a mic and was like, yeah, this guy's like Haaland in training. Was like, okay, cool. This dude's Haaland. You know, so we, we basically have Haaland also. That's what you're telling me. And then, yo, bro, this Haaland was bought on Wish.com, bro. Yo, the season wasn't good. The season wasn't good at all, bro. But 
I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's just this category is called flop of the season. So the season personally with the price tag he came in, the hype. I'm not saying it's the biggest flop. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, yeah, he's one of the players in my team that I would say like, yeah. How, how many goals did he, he get he this season? Huh? Did he not touch double digits in goals? If I'm not mistaken. I'm sure he touched... Uh, nine goals, nine goals, twenty nine matches. No, nah, I can't consider that. Yeah, a season. I mean, okay, it's average, hundred percent, but a flop. It's average. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. It's not the biggest flop. Not the biggest flop. Just out. You like can say it's a disappointment, but I don't think it's a flop. Disappointment. Yeah, let's go with disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, disappointment, but not a flop. Like, yeah, flop. Uh, I compared to this list, I don't think it, it, it touches any of these players there. But uh, yeah, compared to Anthony, yeah, fact. Yeah, from <laughs> from <laughs> from that list, <laughs> from that list, guys. Um, uh, from the list we mentioned, the list of players we mentioned. Um, who is your standout flop of the season? So we can, yeah, move forward. Start with you, Mush. Um. I'm gonna go with Kaludu uh, Kulibeli because there was a lot of hype when he came in. Everyone thought, "Ish, Chelsea's defense would be sorted out," but it really, that? it really didn't work out this year. And now he's being used in a money laundering scheme and going to a Saudi Arabian club, but. That's a story for another day. Okay. Um, Lyle? Anthony. Okay. Hater. Nah, you guys made me hate him. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know when a, when a rival's team makes you hate one of their players or the team in general, you can't separate that hate from from anything. So you guys just made me hate Anthony. The way you guys were hyping this guy up, it got irritating, bro. It really got irritating. It got to the point where, like, yeah, you guys were on your knees for this dude, bro. And I'm not going to say, I don't want to say publicly what happens when you guys are on your knees, but yeah, you guys were on your knees for him. So, yeah, I would definitely say Anthony. For the price tag, for the hype, what he did this season, nah, dude, nah, bro, he was, it's like, I don't think come next season he's going to do anything better, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. That's why he is my number one flop. I'm, I'm, I don't expect him to do better than he did this season. If he does, oh well, sure. But it's going to be a shock for me. So in terms of him flopping again, I won't be surprised. So yeah, I'm glad he got exposed. And I'm glad that English tax is being shown now. Because he had English tax on him. Bro. And he, worst of all, he had United tax. And you know United tax is a real thing. Uh, to be honest, I think whenever an English club tries to buy a very good player, that automatically drives the price up. I mean, I don't think you think Darwin Nunez is also worth like a hundred million. Let's be honest, bro. No, definitely not, dude. Definitely not. Okay. At least my, at least my dude got like close to ten goals, bro. Um, for me, um, I would have put Anthony, but then he did at least 
Yeah, I think I think I don't think he's, he's worse off than most of the players I've mentioned. Oh, but he is definitely on that list. He's definitely in the top ten flops for me. But I don't think he's number one. My number one would have to go to Kukurela. Um, yeah. Um, Premier League proven player. Okay, no, we not say Premier League proven, but based off a very decent season that he had last season, you know, playing under Potter, coming to Chelsea to play a, sh- a, a short while under under Tuchel, sure. But then majority of the season you played under Potter, you've looked a shadow of yourself. Um, you didn't look like a very, very atrocious left back, to be honest. Um, yeah, for the price tag you came into also for looking like the third choice left back, you, you'd have to be Cucurella for me, man. His performances have been so, so, so subpar. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can, I can put anyone above him for that though. Kulubali is a shout. Anthony is a shout. Charlison's a big shout. But Charlison's a mess. A lot of those players at least have qualities that I can see maybe, you know, helping them get better and for, so forth. Do you think Richarlison gets better, bro? What, what? Look, if Richarlison scores two goals <laughs> next season, are we going to say he's 100% better? Now, the thing is also with Richarlison, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he didn't play as much. But like I said, a lot of the goals that... Whoa. No. no he, play, he, play, he, he had 27. He had 27 prime games and one goal. But a lot, a lot of them were, were off the bench. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. He didn't start because, you know, you're not going to bench Kane. Let's be honest. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I give him the benefit of the doubt in that case. Um, I think he's a decent forward, Charlton. That's why it's, I, I could I can give him that, even though he is playing for the scum in, in Spurs. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I think he has the qualities to to help him be a better player. He even has the right attitude. But Cucurella, for me, I haven't seen anything from him to be honest. Um, forward passes atrocious. Crossing has been bad. Um, defending has been. Very, very bad. So, yeah, no, for me, Cucurella is it. So, yeah, I think clearly we're not go- it's not going to be unanimous. You guys will let us know who you think is your flop of the season. Um, but, yeah, uh, moving forward uh, to our lo- last two, last two awards. Um, okay, last one. Uh, lo- okay, next award, we're going to go to our breakout player or breakout star. Of the season, um, oh, for me, I think it's it's only one player for me, and that has to be Mitoma. Mitoma has been such a joy to watch this season. Um, yeah, even the the news of us finding out that he studied how to, you know, study dribbling, literally how to be players one on one. Oh my goodness, he's been such a joy to watch, and been a very very crucial player for um, Brighton. And let's be honest, none of us. Probably expected him to perform the way he did. Uh, sure, there are other shouts in your likes of your Lissandra Martinez and so forth. But yeah, in terms of not knowing who the player was and just, yeah, nah. It, it, it has to be Mitoma for me. Um, All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, when you say breakout, do you mean like most improved or... Or what do you mean? As in a player you didn't you didn't, you know, know it know a lot about, but then you know it just came out of nowhere. That's breakout. 
Oh, okay. I, I would say like uh, a guy that uh, just off the top of my head, Almiron. I would, I would say I'll give him a shout. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that. Knock on the cap. And he scored quality goals. He was part of like quality team build up. He has 11 goals, two assists. So he, for me, had like personally just a, a very standout performance of one of those players that had a standout performance. And one of those in one of those teams, you didn't really expect it. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll give him a shout for sure. Okay. I'm going to go for Moises Caicedo. I think this season he's really raised his stock. And now he's going to hopefully get a big move to a new club. Or who knows? Maybe he stays for another season, raises his stock even more. And he's South American, so maybe if he raises his stock enough, Barca and Madrid come calling and be like, yo, man, want to be part of our midfield? And then, yeah. Yo, I don't. Side note, do you want him, Bakis? 100% of my days. Yeah, he's one of, he was the main signing for me. I wanted him more than Rice, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would love both him and Rice, but I don't think, think that's going to happen. Um, especially after this Havertz deal, which for me makes, like I said, I, I don't understand it, but at the same time, I'll give Arteta maybe the benefit of the doubt because he has shown that he can improve certain players now and then. And Havertz is, Fairly decent. If it wasn't for his Chelsea stint, I would have wanted him. Um, definitely. But Caicedo. Oh, Caicedo is, 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 is so close. And I wanted him in January already. But, you know, Brighton were, were adamant in, in not wanting to sell him at all. So it seems like, for me, it felt like maybe they reached a gentleman's agreement with Arsenal or something for that they'll come back for him in the summer, which I thought we were going to do. But it seems like we, we backed out of that race, which for me, I do not understand at all because I think he is the perfect perfect player to to you know replace party with if party were to leave or play next to party per se you know so aren't you guys linked with Kai with with Kai Everts also we signed him already bro you guys got him already yeah it was confirmed yesterday um, but Yo, it's wild not having a phone, bro. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Loop. <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> How do you feel about him? About Everts? Yeah, I, like I mentioned, bro. Because um, I've been one of my flops for the season, so now you just signed him. So now, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, even even without us signing him, I, I disagreed. I disagree with your statement because I felt like he's... Again, a decent player, but I don't know what he what he is. Is he a striker? Is he a, a midfielder? Is he, you know, a centre forward, a winger? I, I don't know. That's one of the things. I know he's very good on the te- technical side. He has a lot of, you know, um, forward contributions per se, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll just see how he fits into our Teta system. And I'll give him a fair assessment from there. But is he a, a sign that made me excited no um i'm tired of us doing this so much business with chelsea man like why are we why are we doing this like i thought chelsea and us are supposed to be rivals bro but we've been giving each other players left right and center bro literally bro like it's a trade union bro literally that we have between us two but yeah um 
to stop blabbering about that. Yeah, the Casero deal, disappointed if we do not get him. It seems like us also signing habits kind of gave Chelsea the funds to go for the likes of Caicedo because I saw that they are linked heavily linked with him too. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree with your statement of him maybe going to the likes of a Madrid because I don't think Madrid need midfielders now. I feel like Madrid are sorted. Yo. If they get Caicedo, they're just being greedy even more. Let's be honest. So, yeah. Um... Yo, did you see? Um, yeah, great signing uh, uh, for them. Gundo one, I think Barcelona. for sure. I like that. 100%. I love that. Yeah, genuinely, genuinely is. Um, That's but yeah, we 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 swing off a bit uh, in terms of our. Lit, no stress, just just so we can get back and also wrap up soon. So yeah, I guess in terms oh, of yeah, our yeah, our, yeah, our yeah, breakout yeah. star, it's two Brighton players so clearly Brighton have been doing something right in terms of their player development um, but yeah moving on to our final award which is our either best game or best moment of the season um, yeah exactly alright since you have three why don't you start us off then oh I have one. Oh my god I have three <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna break in the ice. I'm gonna go from um my okay. least favorite to so I'm gonna go to number three and then count to number one basically. Alright, so one of my funniest moments of the season, right? Best moments was <laughs> Tuchel versus Conte. That was hilarious. I don't care. It started like early in the season. That was hilarious. Um uh event that happened so soon in the season is yeah, and then my favorite one, my, my, my favorite hilarious moment of the season, it goes like 12 red bottles sitting on the hall, 12 red bottles sitting on the hall, <laughs> basically watching you guys do awesome, not going to cap. There was a time where I con- was like pre-congratulating you guys for winning the league because it was like, okay, set in stone type of thing. And it was like, even I said like, you guys need to do something legendary to bottle this. And like, your dog, 11 bottles sitting on the wall indeed. So I'll definitely say those are my three most memorable moments of the season. Okay, I'm sorry it's not a player, but yeah. Okay, I have to stick with one that. moment, I've got a couple. The first moment, the best moment for me, was when Rashford sent the best DM in the league for a hot dog and scored a bang of a goal. I know we still lost that game, but it was a bang of a goal. And now Partey is being chased away by Mikel. The Another standout moment I can think of, Lars already said it, <laughs> But it was that moment where Tottenham scored the equalizer. Only for Liverpool to score the winner. Man, that was just so funny. But those are the stuff we love football for. Those were scenes, bro. 
And Yo, then... you even stop putting the hammy, bro. Oh my goodness, bro. That is scenes. Bro. I think this is more the last thing I'm thinking of, like a funny ass moment, was when Tin Hag substituted Anthony for his little piece of trickery and substituted him at half time. I just find that petty, guys. Like, it's so unnecessary and mean. Maybe because I. Because I don't hate Cassie flavor football, and I'd like to see more of it. Oh snap! We were saying. One of can I just can I just mention um, since you mentioned Ten Hag, one of the most hilarious moments of the season is a clip that Bucky sent me with Ten Hag giving the speech. <laughs> My days. <laughs> Thomas Day, bro. Oh, it's one of mine. That, that was, I was looking at the mention that. That's, that's actually one of my favorite moments uh, of this season. Like, that's what I'm sure all of these players are going to give everything. <laughs> oh, it's good. Okay. Um, but yeah, to go off my list. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that 10 hour moment for sure. 10 hour speech is 100% one for me. Um, Ooh, Liverpool's 7 0 thrashing of United was a joy to watch, my boy. A joy to watch. I I, I loved every every minute that, of it. That was better than the 9, right? That was better than the 9 note, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Way better than the 9 note. Way better. Ew, even the man of the goals, boy. Like, United knew they were defeated. When, when Salah just smashed the ball into the roof of the net, also. My goodness, yeah, no. Um, great, 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 great game. Uh, but my favorite moment of the season, ah, it has to go down to Reese Nelson's uh, late winner against the uh, Bournemouth. Oh my days! Yeah, no. Uh, I I kind of thought we were bottling that game, but then, yeah, the scenes. I didn't expect. I didn't expect much, and yeah, the finish, the goal, the celebrations. Yeah, hands down for me, my favorite moment, especially because. Also, earlier during the game, I was getting texts left, right, and center from rival fans saying, wow, look at you guys, Bournemouth, da-da-da-da-da, bottling it and all those things, only to, you know, yeah, clinch it in the end. It was, it was, it was... Just to finish second. Listen, doesn't matter. It, it gave me, it was, it was one of those moments <laughs> that made me believe that, like, moments like that what is what made me believe that we could actually win the league, like... Honestly, sure it didn't turn out that way in the end, but yeah, it was moments like that 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 really gave me the hope. Like, you know what? Shit, this could be our year. Unfortunately, it didn't end. Was that your favorite moment? Oh, easily, dog. That's that's literally when I thought like, wow, okay, shucks, this 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 could actually happen. Like, we we're doing it, you know. The fact that we can, you know, not clinch games also in the end, also the way it is, um, because I think we were losing that game against Bournemouth. I think we're two goals down, and then yeah, we just came back yeah. to win it three two. Yeah, absolutely loved that game. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, that that was like um, you guys could win the league type of energy, you know, because it was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. That was like, that was definitely like okay, winning mentality vibes coming. Exactly, right now. exactly. That's what gave me the hope, bro. Of course, that hope was is what killed me in the end. But yeah. That's 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 literally my favorite moment of the season. So yeah, right. look, bro. If 
if you look at the circumstances in which City won the league, right? Um, look, to call it a bottle job, it's fair, but also at the same time, City had like three games in hand. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, for a while, I really thought you guys wouldn't do. True. Same. Same year as well. But the thing is, we all know how City are when it comes to that final chase, bro. They just go on a rampage. Relentless. Yeah, some players just kick. They've always done that, bro. Exactly. Like, they've always done that. Pep bro, loves that. frustrating, bro. That's it, dog. He loves But even before Pep. Even before Pep. True, true. Aguero! Yeah, we all know that. Aguero! Remember that, Mush? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I guess that's pretty much it for, for all of our awards today, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in today's episode. Uh, yeah, please do tune in again for, for next week's episode. Uh, yeah, and again, it's been your boy, Albakwe, and uh, Lao, Mush, thanks for, for, for joining me today, and uh, yeah, see you guys again next week. Love, love, peace. Peace.